bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacy. Living Word with Pastor Mansa Otobi. And now, today's word. Uh, I will minister briefly uh, on the uh, subject of our communion, and then we'll partake together of the Lord's table. If you're joining us uh, at home, uh, just make sure you get your elements ready, you get the bread, uh, and you get your fruit juice ready or your grape juice ready as we partake of the Lord's table. I'm speaking briefly on the blood of the new covenant. The blood of the new covenant. Anytime we partake of communion, we are reminded of the body of Christ that was broken for us, as well as his blood that was shed for us. And Jesus told us to do this in remembrance of him. Anytime we partake of this, we are bringing him into focus in our lives. And not only mentally remembering him, but also spiritually making him real in our lives. And that's why we believe that anytime we partake of communion, the power of Christ is present to save, to heal, and to deliver. And whatever your problem is, Jesus is the answer. And he will give you a ministration this morning. I'm going to read three passages from the Gospels, from Matthew, from Mark, and from Luke, that all speak about this same event. Matthew chapter 26, verse 27 to 28, and then Mark chapter 14, verse 24, and Luke chapter 22, verse 20. So let's start with Matthew's record. Matthew 26, 27 to 28. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, Drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shared for many for the remission of sins. Mark chapter 14, verse 24. And he said to them, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many. Luke chapter 22, verse 20. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shared for you. And I read all those three accounts I just to affirm the statement that Jesus made. In the writing, there are just some little uh, differences in how the different gospel writers are focused. But one statement is, is clear. And, and there's two statements. My blood... And the new covenant. My blood and the new covenant. Um, Matthew says shared for the remission of sins. Mark says shared for many. Uh, Luke says shared for you. So it's clear. The blood was shed for the remission of sins. For many 
and for you. It is for us individually. It is for all of us together. The blood of Jesus was shed. So, I want to just comment on the phrase, my blood, my blood. And uh, that simply states that this is not the blood of animals, but of Christ. And the reason why Jesus says, my blood and not just the blood, is because what he was doing was remembering something that had happened in the past. In the Old Testament, when the first Passover was instituted, there was blood. But it was the blood of an animal, of sheep and goats. And when it was applied, yes, it brought redemption, but it was the blood of an animal. Jesus says, what you are about to enter into is not going to mediate, be, be mediated by an animal. It's going to be my blood, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. The second phrase uh, I want you to note is new covenant. God's new way of relating to us. Wherever there is a new covenant, it presupposes there is an old covenant. The old covenant is passing away. The new covenant is coming. Now, anytime we read uh, about the institution of the Lord's uh, table uh, in, in the Gospels, uh, we note that it happened on the, or during the time of the Passover. But when Jesus is, is uh, serving this, he said, this is the new covenant. The new covenant did not take place, or the old covenant did not take place at Passover. The old covenant took place on Mount Sinai. So the Lord's table signifies two things. The Passover from Egypt and then the new the covenant that was signed between the God and the people of Israel. So now he's saying that in the old covenant, blood was used. Yes, it was the blood of bulls. But in this new covenant, it is the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So anytime we come to partake of the Lord's table, not only are we uh, experiencing a Passover, we are also reenacting a covenant. God is bringing us into covenant. For so many people, uh, and maybe for all of us, blood stands for violence. So when we say we should not uh, be bloodthirsty or don't shed blood, we, we mean don't be violent. So how come for us Christians, blood doesn't mean violence to us, it means life. It is the quality of the blood that was shed for us that changed blood from violence to salvation. And this is what First Peter chapter 1 verse 18 to 19 says. It says, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. The blood of Jesus is what secures our redemption. And in this passage, there are two important things said about the blood of Jesus. 
First is that it is incorruptible. It is incorruptible. That phrase incorruptible means it never diminishes in power. It never changes in power. It does not diminish in effectiveness. It is pure. It is uncontaminated. And what it did when Christ first offered it, it still does today when we partake of the Lord's table. It was the gospel singer, Andre Crouch, who sang the blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary. That blood gives me strength. It will never lose its power. It reaches to the lowest valley. It climbs to the highest mountain. I don't know how low you are today. I don't know where the lowest valley is. But the blood of Jesus comes to you wherever you are. And no matter how high you are, the blood of Jesus comes to you. Because that blood never loses its power. It is incorruptible. It does not change in quality. It does not change in power. It does not change in effectiveness. So when we partake of the Lord's table, it is this incorruptible blood that we are partaking of. It's a blood that never loses its power. If it worked uh, on the last supper, it works now. It worked on Calvary, it works now because it is incorruptible. The second thing that Peter states about the blood of Jesus in, in verse 19 is that it is precious. Not only is it incorruptible, the blood of Jesus is precious. That means it has the highest value. It is more precious than silver and gold. It is more precious than all the wealth in the universe. And it is precious because of who shed it. It represents the life of Christ. The life of God. The son of God that was shed for us. It's precious blood. And you can always tell the value of a thing by how much you pay for it. I don't know about you, but sometimes you go out shopping uh, and you go to the shop and you pick something, maybe a shoe. And, and uh, you like the shoe, like the leather. Leather is nice. You smell the leather. You like it, you like the color, uh, but you turn the sole of the shoe to your face and there's a small white paper there. And on that white paper is written an amount. It's the price of the shoe. And many times you, you look at the shoe, you like it on top. But when you look at the bottom, you see the price. You look to the left and to the right and you quietly drop the shoe and move on. Because the price is beyond what you can pay. But that price is not put there arbitrarily. That price is telling you that the cost of this leather, the workmanship, the effectiveness, the brand equity, all of that gives it this value. And if you pay that amount, then you have this shoe. So what you pay determines the value that has been put on, on the object. So... For God to purchase us, he had silver. He could have used silver. And that would be expensive. You are a silver-bought child of God. But he didn't use silver. He had gold. And you would have been a golden child of God, but he didn't use gold. 
he had the blood of bulls. He didn't use bull, then you would have been a bull child of God. He had, I don't know whether angels have blood or not, but he didn't use their blood. He used his own blood. The blood of the son of God. And God is saying, that is the price I put on you. That is how much valuable you are. And the Bible calls it the precious blood of Jesus. If the precious blood of Jesus was used to purchase me, then I'm also a precious child of God. The same value of the blood passes on to me. And if Christ shed his blood for you, what else will God not do for you? He shed his precious blood for us. So when you look at yourself, you don't value yourself based on whether you are a man or a woman. You don't value yourself based on who your father was or who your mother was. You don't value yourself based on your academic uh, education and uh, qualifications. Maybe you have um, JHS certificate and that's all you had. Or maybe you have an SHS certificate and that's what you have. Or you have a bachelor's or a master's or a PhD. Nice degrees. But the value good God puts on you is not a PhD. It's not a master's degree. It's not a bachelor's degree. It's not your father's name. The value he puts on you is the blood of the son of God. And that is how much God values you. Don't sell yourself cheap. Because God paid a high price for you. And he thinks you are worth it. The precious blood of Jesus was shed for us. And it reaches to the lowest valley and goes to the highest mountain. That means if God finds somebody in the gutter, a drunkard in the gutter, no hope in life, despised by all people. But when the blood of Jesus goes down to that gutter and touches that drunkard, instantly that person is precious in the sight of God. Because the blood of Jesus, the precious blood of Jesus, reaches to the lowest person and to the highest person. May the blood of Jesus reach to you wherever you are. Touch you in your valley. Minister life to you in your valley. In Jesus name. The blood of Jesus is powerful. And does many things for us. According to Romans chapter 5 verse 9. The blood of Jesus justifies us before God. Much more than having now been justified by his blood. We shall be saved from wrath through him. Because of the blood of Jesus we have passed from wrath into the peace of God. Justified means to be judged right. To be presented right before God. The blood of Jesus presents us right before God. Justifies us before God. Not only that. The blood of Jesus grants us access before God. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 19 and 20. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. The blood of Jesus is our password to the presence of God. 
And not only that, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ gives us victory over Satan. Revelations chapter 12 verse 10 and 11. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God, the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of the brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. The blood of Jesus gives us victory over Satan's power. This morning, every satanic power that comes against you is broken. This morning, every accusation that comes against you is broken. This morning, every wrath that has risen against you is broken. Because the blood of Jesus justifies us before God. The blood of Jesus grants us access before God. The blood of Jesus gives us victory over Satan. And all his activities. And the blood of Jesus speaks better things for us. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 22 to 24. But you have come to Mount Zion. And to the city of the living God. The heavenly Jerusalem. To an innumerable company of angels. To the general assembly and church of the firstborn. Who are registered in heaven. To God the judge of all. To the spirits of just men made perfect. Verse 24. To Jesus the mediator of the new covenant. And to the blood of sprinkling. That speaks better things. Than that of Abel. The blood of Jesus speaks better things for us. Now why does the Bible say the blood of Jesus speaks better things? Than that of Abel. Because after Cain has slain Abel. God came to Cain and says, where is your brother? And you know his answer. And God says, the blood of your brother is crying out to me. In other words, after Abel was killed by his brother, his blood, his life was looking for justice. And God says, I need to talk to you, Cain, about it. So the blood of a man who is killed seeks for vengeance. The blood of, uh, of people who have been unfairly treated seek for recompense. Many times when we look into history, we see uh, all kinds of evil done. And people would say, the blood of the ancestors are looking for vengeance or for justice or for recompense. They are looking to square up things. But the blood of Jesus doesn't look for justice and judgment and recompense. The blood of Jesus looks for mercy and forgiveness and blessing and increase. So when the blood of Jesus Christ was shed, judgment did not come into the world. Redemption came to the world. It's a better thing. When the blood of Jesus Christ was shed, God didn't go out looking for those who crucified him to punish them. He went looking for those who crucified him to save them, to deliver them, to give them life. And that's why the Bible says the blood of Jesus speaks better things than the blood of Abel. And that is why sometimes I get rather uh, fascinated when people use the blood of Jesus uh, against the enemy. 
in 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 uh, in a particular uh, prayer uh, expression, we say uh, transliterated into uh, uh, in English, the blood of Jesus is smeared on your face. Yes, and we think that is a punishment. But when the blood of Jesus is smeared on somebody, there is peace. There is a Passover. There is deliverance. So when you are telling your enemy, Yesu you are saying God protect him. Basically, that was what you are saying. Remember on the day of the Passover, wherever the blood was, God says, I will pass over. The blood of Jesus does not destroy our enemy. The blood of Jesus speaks better things than the blood of Abel. And it's a good thing that you tell your enemies that the blood of Jesus be on them. Because it means you are protecting them. And it's scripture because the Bible says we should pray for our enemies. But I know your intention wasn't that they would do well. Your intention was that the blood will do them bad. I've heard people pray and they would say, I inject you by the blood of Jesus. Well, if you inject somebody by the blood of Jesus, you're giving them life. You're giving them health. You're giving them prosperity. You're giving them abundance. Why? Because the blood of Jesus is not like the blood of Abel, which seeks for vengeance and recompense. The blood of Jesus speaks better things. It speaks life. And may the blood of Jesus be upon you. May the blood of Jesus be upon your faces. <laughs> it's a sign that you are blessed. That you are protected. That God's life is upon you. Because the blood of Jesus speaks better things. So today as we partake of communion. When we Partake of the blood. Remember all of these things. That God is in a covenant with you. That he's speaking good things about you. That you have access to the throne of God. That you are precious before God. That the blood is reaching you wherever you are. And there are people this morning who are sick. There are those who are tired. There are those who are weak but the blood of Jesus will reach you wherever you are if you have been assigned unto destruction in the coming week the blood of Jesus upon you delivers you and protects you from every assignment of the wicked one Jesus said this is my blood but he didn't just say this is my blood he said this is my blood in the new covenant And let me speak briefly about the new covenant that this blood brought us into. And then we partake of the Lord's table. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 6. It says, but now he has obtained a more excellent ministry. In as much as he is also mediator of a better covenant which was established on better promises a better covenant why is the new testament or the new covenant better than the old 
it was the blood that was used. In the old covenant, the blood of bulls was used. In the new covenant, the blood of Christ is used. Obviously, the blood of Christ is far superior to the blood of bulls. So it makes the covenant a better one. A better covenant. Secondly, it is established on better promises. What does the passage mean, better promises? It doesn't mean that God is making better promises to us. It is the promise of the promisar. When the old covenant was made on Mount Sinai, the children of Israel made a promise to God. God says, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. And they made a promise. They said, all that the Lord has said, we will do. That is the promise. And on that promise that they will do, God says, I'm establishing a covenant with you because you have promised that you would do whatever I say. And you and I know they didn't do. So it was a promise, but was not reliable. But in the new covenant, there is a promise. And that promise was not made by us. Because if we made the promise, if God depended on our promise, then it would be like the same promise of the Israelites on Mount Sinai. But this promise was made by somebody else who said, Father, not my will, but your will be done. And on that promise of submission, the faithfulness of Christ, the commitment of his promise, God says, I will make a covenant with your, your followers. So when God looks at us, he doesn't look at our faithfulness and our promise. He looks at the faithfulness and the promise of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is why the Bible says the new covenant is established upon a better promise. The one who made the promise is more reliable. And so whilst we are faithless, he remains faithful. When we are weak, he is strong. When we cannot, he is able. When we are down, he is our lifter. Because the promise is not based on us, it's based on Jesus Christ. And based on the Lord Jesus Christ, God will heal you. Based on the Lord Jesus Christ, God will prosper you. Based on the Lord Jesus Christ, God will save you. Based on the Lord Jesus Christ, God is the lifter up of your head. If God was to depend on you, there is nothing good you can expect from him. But thank God he doesn't depend on you. He depends on Jesus. A better covenant. Better promises. And because it is a better covenant and a better promise, the Bible says it offers us a more excellent ministry. A more excellent ministry. A ministry. God's power that is more glorious and more beautiful. Today, we are coming to share in the blood of the new covenant. And as we get ready to share in it, may everything in the blood of Christ... Minister life to us. 
May every chain be broken. May every sin be forgiven. May the wrath of God depart from us. May every satanic agenda be destroyed. May God cause you to rise up. May the blood of Jesus be like a mark on your head. And may every destruction pass over you. May the blood of Jesus Christ give you a better life. Deliverance and redemption on every side. Today, may the healing power of Christ reach to you wherever you are. May the Lord cause you to be lifted up. To be the head and not the tail. In the name of Jesus. As we prepare our hearts to partake of the Lord's table. I just want you in a moment to start praying and talking to God. Allow the Holy Spirit to minister you. Just speak and say, Lord Jesus, minister to me. Lord Jesus, minister your power. Lord Jesus, minister your grace. Lord Jesus, minister your healing. Lord Jesus, minister your deliverance. Lord Jesus, minister your protection. Lord Jesus, minister life. Lord Jesus, minister restoration. Lord Jesus, touch me wherever I am. Lord Jesus, touch me in the valley. Lord Jesus, touch me on the mountain. Lord Jesus, turn my captivity around. Lord Jesus, speak a better promise over my life. Speak life over my life. Just talk to him. Just talk to him. Because we have come to the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. The mediator of a better covenant. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your glory and your beauty. And Lord, we approach you and approach your presence knowing that you are here. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, you who presided over your supper and this covenant. May you preside over this celebration. May your presence be here. May you minister gloriously to your people. And may the Lord bring life to everyone in the name of Jesus. And Father, now we bless all the elements in the hands of your people, the bread and the wine. We bless them, Lord. Blessed are you, O Lord, King of the universe, the ruler of the universe, who has given us this bread and this wine. For sacred purposes, we dedicate them. And today, as we partake of this bread and this wine, we set them apart from common usage. That as they ministered to us, they minister the body and the blood of Jesus. May Christ be present at our table today. And may his glory be manifested in the ministry of his presence. In Jesus' name. Amen. I give to you that which you have received, that the Lord Jesus Christ, the night on which he was betrayed, he took bread, and after he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body which is broken for you. Eat of it. 
the same manner also he took the cup and blessed it and said this is the new testament in my blood for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup you show forth my death until I come do it often in remembrance of me amen now take your bread and hold it in your hand and say with me heavenly father I receive today the body of Jesus that was broken for me for my healing from my strength for my blessing by his stripes I am healed from the top of my head to the soles of my feet every sickness disease known and unknown seen and unseen manifested and not manifested I declare healing from it deliverance from it into every organ of my body into every tissue of my body into every structure of my body I receive life today I receive the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ that same Jesus that healed the sick and raised the dead ministers life to me today in Jesus name Amen the body of the Lord Jesus Christ take and eat lift that cup and say with me Heavenly Father I receive today the blood of Jesus in the new covenant this blood that is more precious than silver and gold this blood that is not corruptible this blood that was shed for me has never lost its power and so I receive the dynamic power the ever living power of the blood of Jesus into my life and upon my life from the top of my head to the soles of my feet I am marked by the blood of Jesus in my spirit I am marked by the blood of Jesus in my soul I am marked by the blood of Jesus by this blood I receive the promises the benefits of the new covenant I receive salvation I receive life more abundant I receive victory over sickness I receive victory over demons and all principalities and all powers are destroyed their power is destroyed their power is broken in the name of Jesus I proclaim victory in the blood of Jesus thank you Lord Jesus the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ take and drink we lift up holy hands to you this morning we celebrate you our heavenly father thank you for this time of fellowship with you thank you for the blood the blood of Jesus and the blood of the new covenant thank you for healings enacted in the bodies of people thank you for great deliverances that have come to your people thank you for the move of your holy spirit upon the lives of your people we give you praise we give you glory we give you adoration father in jesus name we pray and everybody let's celebrate the lord give him praise for his goodness and for his mercy he's a good god he's a mighty god he's a wonderful god 
and this morning receive the fullness of the blessing of the new covenant upon your life. May you walk in victory throughout the coming month. May the Lord open doors for you. May the Lord show you favor. May better things happen to you because of the better covenant and better promises. May the fullness of God and the abundant life of Christ be yours in Jesus' mighty name. And somebody shout, Amen! Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebin, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebin. Email otebin at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.